Hey there, thanks for listening and welcome to the Marketing Matchmaker Podcast. If you're looking to grow your business, increase your revenue and scale your impact, all while staying true to who you are and the people you serve, this is the show for you. I'm Jennifer Tamborski, digital marketing strategist, fractional CMO, and founder of Virtual Marketing Experts. My team and I work with six and seven figure coaches, consultants, and online entrepreneurs who are tired of playing the guru game of one size fits all marketing. They're ready to create a business and marketing strategy that actually builds relationships with their ideal clients, creates massive shifts in their business and rapidly increases their revenue. As your marketing matchmaker, I'm going to help you find the perfect marketing match for you. This show will teach you how to reach your ideal client, connect with your audience, build that perfect relationship, and generate more revenue. All through a process I like to call dating your ideal client. Now let's go have some fun. Welcome back to the Marketing Matchmaker, everyone. And I have to say, I'm super excited about today's episode. I am talking to a friend of mine, Dr. T. I'm going to give a little introduction to Dr. T and then I'm going to flip it over to her so she can talk about who she is and what she does and who she serves. So um, Dr. T is actually Teresa at Dr. Teresa Ashby, and she's a former corporate executive turned entrepreneur. She's known as a strategist and Forbes.com called her a business scaling expert, which y'all know I love talking about scaling. She consults with speakers, authors, and consultants on how to build e-learning courses, digital academies, and memberships and community sites for business sustainability, scalability, and successability. Teresa is the author of Better Implementation Now, Eight Great Ways Great Strategists Fail and How to Fix Them, and the host of a podcast I actually guested on not too long ago, Heart, Hustle, and Humor. Welcome to the show, Teresa. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. And and I love the fact that we're friends first and then uh, business acquaintances. We we love to uh, help each other out in our businesses as we scale, right? And as we exactly. grow. So it's a pleasure to be here today. Thanks so much. So let's dive right into all of this. You know, you're, you're a scalability specialist, right? And, and your business builds digital products. So let's talk about what that means. What exactly are the digital products that you help people to build? It's an exciting time, right? We're looking at new ways to generate revenue or generate leads. And so over at Kaleidoscope Media Services, we really look first at someone's business model. And we say, how, how are you selling your products? What products are you using? And then we take the opportunity to say, hey, where does a digital product fit in? And as I mentioned, do you want to generate leads? Do you want to generate revenue because that will determine what kind of digital product do you want? Do you want an e-learning course? Do you want an e-learning workshop with a combination of coaching? And so it really comes down to that model that you're creating. uh, So you can always sell them into something larger and more maybe one-on-one coaching. Right. I mean, well, that's one of the things I think a lot of people forget when we start talking about 
business is that there's so many avenues you can go down, right? There's, there's a million different ways um, to scale your business. Um, and I love talking about scaling, right? I love talking about how to take your business from six figures to seven figures, or even from zero to six. Um, and that there are a lot of options out there when it comes to that. But I really believe digital products are essential in that customer journey. Yeah, well, and, and that's what you do, right? You help people scale through the processes that you have. And when somebody decides to do a digital product, let's just take the e-learning course, in the e-learning industry. I mean, it is growing exponentially. Uh, you know, it's predicted it's going to be $3.25 billion over the next couple of years. I suspect it's going to even be bigger, and which, which means there are people out there searching for you, those who want to build that digital product. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a series of digital products. It's just about saying, you know what, I'm going to create an e-learning course. It fits into my scalability model. Let's jump in and start creating it. Yeah. So when people are looking at, I often say like that, that digital course for me, in my, my brain, a lot of times comes after they've already had what I like to call proof of concept, right? They've mm -hmm. already established themselves as an expert. And then they roll into the digital course because that one-on-one -on -one coaching has gone like insanely right. great, but they don't have enough time. Yeah. Um, so when they roll into looking into that, that digital course, what is it that they need to have, or what is it that they need to think about before, before doing that? Yeah, that, that's a, a great question. I, I think it goes back to kind of where you were leading into is having a framework, right? What is the framework you're working from currently? It may even be that you have a book already or that you have a workshop that you're already leading, that you know the processes and the systems that you take someone through. Uh, maybe you're, you have a keynote that you want to convert to some type of e-learning product. So, so it's really about saying, okay, if I step back, what knowledge do I have that I want to transfer to somebody that I know they will get value, have impact and transform at the end of that course. Yeah. Cause it's all about the transformation, right? I mean, that's, I think that's one of the things that when people are, are selling or marketing their business, they sell the product yeah. and nobody really wants a product. They want a transformation. They want to know what that product is going to do for them. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah. really focusing on that. It really is. It is Jennifer. You know, we always, when we engage with our clients, the first question we ask when the person is done taking that course, what is the end result? What is that transformation you want that person to have? And I will tell you, that's a little bit of an eye opener for people because they're, they're constantly thinking about their processes or their frameworks. And so they just want to teach people the framework. But people aren't really engaging when you're just teaching a framework. It's, it's about being very clear in your product and in your marketing about when you're done, this is what you're going to do differently. And if we can focus people to create courses in that manner, I think, I think the person will have a great 
opportunity to really get their message out. And it really allows them the opportunity because I know we both work with coaches and I, mm-hmm. I have this core belief that coaches have an opportunity to change the world through their coaching and their, their learning products and that kind of thing. So it gives them that opportunity when they really focus on that transformation Yeah, to yeah. make those differences, those changes that they're looking for. Ab- absolutely. And, and it's, it's because when you're a coach, you have the stories that you can tell that people want to listen to and learn from you. And it's the, the coaches can, um, you know, that, that may be why you decide to do an e-course for lead gen to get more of your one-on-one consulting, or you might do an e-course to teach them some basic processes so that when they get to you from that one-on-one, they're already elevated in their knowledge. And so you can really dive deep. And, and again, it's, is my e-course that first entrance? And then my next product is maybe a group, like a mastermind. And then the next level is that one-on-one. So it, so it depends on where you want to, want to take it and, and just converting that knowledge. Yeah, I love that. So what is the difference between an e-course and an online community? Oh, really, really good question. Um, so an e-course is something that can stand alone, right? It, it's a one-way communication. You purchase one of my e-learning courses and I'm going to learn from it. And I go through step by step. Uh, the community, it's a passion project. It's passion driven and it brings people together to have dialogue together. It's a two-way communication. It's an educational platform. It's, Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing this in business? Well, I've tried this and people are just constantly being fed and, and having this dialogue within a community of like-minded people. I love that. And I know I've seen a lot of people um, try and build that in social media. And I know that you guys actually help them build it outside of social media as well. So how does that differ? Well, I I think when you're looking at the social media platforms, it's you don't really own the flavor, the passion, the content, and you're not really gathering people's information so you can customize to them. It's more generalized. It, it's also a lot of noise out there. You're getting inundated with people that may not be aligned with your values, where when you transition into having a digital community that you're leading, and I say leading because you're just the facilitator of the conversation that's happening in these communities, you're controlling those what's going in there. And so it's very focused, it's very directed. And people just, it, it's, this, it's this connection that we make within these communities. And you know, nowadays that's important for us to, to uh, you know, have that connection, uh, but, but also learning from like-minded people really helps. And, and on the social platforms, you don't, you don't get as much of that depth and that content and that interpersonal action or reaction. 
I also, I mean, in my mind, it kind of also comes back to the commitment level of people mm -hmm. on social media versus going into a different community, right? Because social yeah. media is scrolling through, it's a lot of noise and you may see the post in a social media community. Whereas right. if you are intentionally part of a digital community, you're going to go there to be a part of it. Oh, that's, that is, yeah, that's right on. It's, I don't know how many times I've seen something on Facebook and I thought, oh, wow, that's really good information, but I don't have time right now. I'm going to come back to it. And then I can never find that information. But if you have your own community, it's like, you just go, oh, wait, you know what? So-and-so said this, or this article came up. I'm just going to search. it. I know it's going to be right there. It's going to be easily accessible. So then I can take the content, I can read the content, and then I can get, to, and then I get to ask somebody else, hey, I was reading that article that was posted in our community, or, you know, so-and-so said something that was just so magnificent. What did you think about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I mean, we're currently in 2021, right? So last yeah. year was kind of, well, it was a little different than everything else. <laughs> and the reality is, is that people are current, are searching for community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, I, I think that, you know, as, as things open up, uh, you know, as the uncertainty continues, communities aren't going to go away, right? This is going to be just integrated into everything we do. And, and we talk to people about, you know, when you're, when you're still, when you have the opportunity to go and maybe do a live event, so you're doing a presentation and you're talking to people, they're liking what you're saying. They want more of what you're saying. And so what you offer is a community, a digital community that they can sign up for right there. And the conversation continues. See, it's in the continuing of the conversation that the real learning happens and the real transformation happens. That is such a good point. So yeah. tell me what a business scaling expert is. Yeah. So basically, uh, we sort of take away all of the noise of everything that you think you should do in business or that people are telling you to do in business, right? We get inundated. And, and, and you know, years ago, people were creating these 25-page strategy documents, and then we'd put them in the corner, and then we had to dust them off. That, that's gone. That's gone. Basically, we're now looking at it's a one, maybe two-page business opportunity. What makes sense for your business that is quick, creates opportunities to pivot and opportunities to scale, whether it's your service scaling or your product scaling, but really honing in. And then once you decide how does that work and where do all those pieces fit, bottom line is then you create your key performance indicators, those things that you have to focus on. So if you decide to do a community, when are you gonna build the community? How much resources do you have? What's the timeline? When are you gonna launch? And you absolutely create those focused points in, in scaling that business. And so from a, from a strategic perspective, it's, it's looking at your mission, right? Your vision and saying, where are we going? Where do we need to go? How fast can we get there? What resources do we need? And then just implementing. And that's where we get lost. People get these great strategies. And I 
because for some reason we can't, we get afraid or we're not sure if it's going to work or we feel like we don't have the right people. And so they stop with these documents. It's the, in the implementation. And that is the most important piece. And, you know, I wrote a, a book called Better Implementation Now, and it talks all about that implementing on your strategy. Because you see, your strategy doesn't have to be perfect like everybody used to think. It's nope. a strategy that's in time. Then we pivot and then we work through it and generate revenue. Well, I mean, one of the things I say about marketing all the time is it's it's both an art and a science, right? And the yes. science part of it is trying something, getting data and results back and making adjustments along the way. And it sounds like, you know, your the scaling strategy is similar. We, we try something, yes. see if it works and then make adjustments. And they may only need minor adjustments. No one says you have to tear it down and start over again. Right. Right. I, 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 you know, I don't know how many times we, we, you know, have somebody call us and say, you know, we want to do this. And we're like, okay, this is fantastic. Where does it fit in your strategic model? Where does it fit in that scalability model? And oh, by the way, go to some of your past clients, go to some of your future clients, ask the questions. And I know you do that. <laughs> I know you do that with your clients. You tell them, Hey, go see what people want. Go look at your avatar and ask them the question. Does this make sense? Does it work? Would you buy it? And Oh, if you would buy it, how much would you buy it for? And you collect all that data and then you move forward. You, you to step forward. And sometimes it feels like you're falling off the cliff without a parachute, but do it because your circle of people around you are going to help you. Uh, keep the keep you up and, and, and afloat and and then just just pivot um, as necessary. Yeah, you are so right. That is the the main thing I always talk about when we're talking about creating a, cl a client, an ideal client avatar sheet, like knowing who your ideal client is. You kind of have to talk to them and find out <laughs> what it is that they are fearing, what it is, all of the things, right? <laughs> Including what they want, right? Because right. what you think they want and what they actually want may be different things. Yeah. And it may just be a language thing, right? It may not be that the transformation itself is different, but the way they say the transformation yeah. may be different from what you think it is. Yeah, and the way they're gonna learn through your products or your marketing, how they're gonna take that information in, because we all take it in differently. And, and you know, we get excited about like over, over at Kaleidoscope Media Services, we're funny because we're like, you know, once a quarter we get together and we brainstorm all these ideas and man, they are some really fantastic ideas. But then we have to step back and say, does it make sense within our business plan? Mm -hmm. And will the client want it, need it, like it and buy it? Yeah. And so stepping back and really being focused and directed in, in that, that way, I think helps business owners uh, not feel so out of control, right? But very right. focused and in control of, of where they want to go. Yeah. So when is a good time for a business owner to look at scaling or to look at, you know, bringing in those e-learning courses and that kind of thing? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's different stages of business, right? Um, you know, we, a lot of our folks have been in business for a couple of years. They've, they've had, a, um, some clients where they've been coaching and they've, uh, or they've been doing workshops, they've been doing speeches and what they realize is that's really a one-to-one -one exchange and they're looking to do a one-to-many. 
So, you know, if you're, if you've been in business for a couple of years and you're ready to take that product, uh, that's when it's a good time to kind of reach out, have a discovery call with us and see if it actually fits in your business model. Now we've had a business uh, that has been in business for 35 years and they contacted us and we're doing some uh, e-learning courses for them because they used to do a four-day workshop and now they want to do a three-day workshop, but they want them to have pre-content and post-content. So, so it really doesn't really matter on that scale. It just, again, matters on your outcome that you want for your client. Right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the pre and post content is really interesting. When you, when you're onboarding your client and everybody should be onboarding your client in the same way. So, and I know Jennifer does, I know we do, I, I know some of our other uh, colleagues that are, that are our referral partners, you know, we, we have a very systematic process. So how can you digitize that? So it helps with you serving your client one-on-one versus having to do the same thing. And it also creates that, that pre uh, opportunity creates consistency in the messaging. Absolutely. So all your clients come to the table with the same information and man, they are ready to go. I think that's the biggest thing when you're looking at your e-learning um, courses or even your community, figuring out where that fits in your business model yeah. is step one. Um, but then also figuring out what it is, how it's going to make the, that customer journey, the ascension, the next yeah. step easier. Well, yeah, yeah, that customer journey, that's so important. And how do you make that customer journey, the, the customer's journey seamless and yes. engaging and, and building confident, confidence in you as a, as a vendor or somebody that's going to serve them? They want to have confidence in you that you're going to be like, you know, the rock star for them because when you, they come to us, they're the only ones that we have to see at that time. I mean, that's, we have to forget that we have all these other things going on, all these other clients. So creating that customer journey and, and yeah, you can definitely leverage digital products to do that. Yeah. Especially when you think about, because I know we've, we've talked about in the past, like my dating is dating your ideal client goes from introduction through commitment and then keeping the romance alive. And I think that's where it's the keeping the romance alive part that that digital product really comes into play. Setting it up in a way that makes your ideal customer feel seen and heard and taken care of. And I I think that's something that you guys are really great at helping your clients do. Uh, Thank you. We we enjoy that. We, We enjoy seeing the, the idea of just this little spark of an idea, like, I think I need to do something here to all the way to the creation and the production. And then they're like, wow, this is great. I'm really excited about it. This is my message. And, and it's just, I'm getting it out there. And that's, that's the, that's the brilliance of a customer journey. It absolutely is. So what would be the one thing that you would ask um, or tell an entrepreneur, a coach, a consultant um, that wants to take that next step, that wants to, to, to bring up, be in that e-learning space? Yeah. Um, the one thing is if you have just a little tinge of wanting to do this, do it. 
don't get overwhelmed. There is a lot of things, a lot of moving parts, a lot of opportunities, but don't get overwhelmed. You can create, nowadays, you can create something so magnificent and, and you can get that message out there. Just, just take the first step and, and you, it'll, it'll happen. Yeah. And what is that first step? What's the first step that they need to take? Well, we would love for them to call us. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, we would love for them to call us. Listen, if they go to our website at Kaleidoscope Media Services, and that's services with an S.com, and sign up, we do a 30-minute free discovery call. We, we want to talk to you about your, your business model and see where some kind of digital product would fit in. Um, and, and it's a, it's a no sales zone. It's an information zone. Uh, we just want to, um, you know, we're on a mission to help hundred thousand businesses grow and scale by incorporating digital products. So we love to just have conversations and, and put you in our, our circle of the kaleidoscope. That's awesome. I love that. Um, I love having this conversation with you and I am quite sure we will probably have another one down the road. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you um, to the audience. I will have information in the show notes um, about how to connect with Teresa and Kaleidoscope. So if you think you're ready for an e-learning product, or if you just have a glimmer of an idea that you might want one, connect with them and let them have that conversation with you. See if that's your next step. Thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to talking to you on the next Marketing Matchmaker. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Matchmaker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your feedback. Please head over to iTunes and leave a review so we can hear from you. And if you are a coach, consultant, or online course creator who are looking to grow your business, increase your income, and scale your impact, connect with me at yourmarketingmatchmaker.com. I look forward to hearing from you.